0: All right. All right. All right. Day 164. Welcome back to the windows and mirrors podcast. Uh, My name is Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So, man, I actually uh, (laughs) think I had a uh, slip up on the days on the last, uh, I think, two podcasts. So forgive me for that. Today is actually really day 164 and we're in second chronicles 29 to 32 almost done with the book of second chronicles it's been a lot here it's been so much uh that the chronicler is trying to get across to this community and today he is introducing us to um another one of his favorite kings right so it's um uh your guy hezekiah hezekiah right so hezekiah um, comes on the scene and he is a king in Judah, uh, a Davidite from the from the line of David, and he is devoted to God. He he gets more attention uh, in this text more than any other king uh, in the in the book of Chronicles. And basically, he um has this temple rehabilitation program, right? So he he is about uh, redoing the temple and he's going to undo what his father did do, right? His father was Ahaz. Ahaz dies. Hezekiah comes on the scene and he rights the wrongs of his father. Right. We've talked about this a little bit before, but um, in many ways, I think the Bible is insistent that um, God's people should right the wrongs of previous generations, especially if uh, those sins of pre- previous generations have a bearing on the present generation. Right. And so as a good king, he does this. He does this. Right. And so um, the, the, the text will go on and talk about the ritual obligations of the temple that were abandoned and neglected um, and how Yahweh was abandoned and neglected. And he uh, gets the people, he rallies the people, uh, restores this temple. And um, basically, he makes a covenant with the Lord. Him and the people of God make a covenant with the Lord to turn back God's wrath against his people. That's what the text says. And um, the chronicler, listen, the, the the writer of this text wants the community he's writing to to know that um, they need to have a pure and unified worship, right? Pure and unified worship. Worship, right? So he so he brings the Levites here. They purify themselves so they could purify the temple. And the temple, this place of worship, had been defiled. So by the end of the chapter, um, he he redoes all this stuff, and then he has this huge sacrifice before the Lord. And it it ends with them, you know, playing this musical instruments. They're singing God's praises. And it's interesting too that the text mentions that this rededication essentially happens suddenly. It only took three weeks, according to the chronicler. And so Hezekiah. And God's people in Israel and Judah rejoice. And so what, what what the author is doing here in the last few chapters, 29 and 36, he is trying to show this reuniting of the kingdom over these uh, uh, through these last few kings right the reuniting of the kingdom under specifically hezekiah and josiah and this was even before the exile he's saying no no no. this take place before the exile so even in this like dark history you have resonances and evidences of god's grace i I wish i had time to talk about listen you we like the church is always in tough (laughs) times. like it's never just a good time right like There are always, but at the the same time, there's always evidences of God's grace. And I think the Bible wants us to think and be attentive to those. While we do call out the sins of our time, the the problems, the issues that need to be pushed back against, for sure, I'm always on that. But we also need to have an eye (laughs) to the graces of God and what he's doing in the midst of all of that chaos because he works in the midst of it. He works in the midst of it. And so we see this king being faithful he's not usurping the role of the priest he's encouraging encouraging them to act in the role and further he's attendant to the temple as we've been saying he's a davidite in the true sense right and and this would have been instructive for the post-exile community to know that they were to to act in line uh with what hezekiah began then after the temple is repaired, they had the Passover, the Fe- the festival of unleavened bread connected in Israel's history that commemorated um, the Exodus, right? The how the Israelites were literally passed over when judgment came down on the Egyptians when they were in uh, Egypt and how God released them from bondage. Right. And so um, and it says, you know, um, that essentially he had this effort, right, where he united all of Israel. He keeps using that, that phrase we talked about before, all of Israel, all of Israel, all of Israel, where people from the from the north right, and the south uh, came together to uh, take part in this feast and so um it's amazing too because at the end of the day you know um this uh passover was this um celebration that reminded them of the central event of the old testament right the exodus and for them to lose sight of that will will bring all sorts of problems right and so they hadn't they hadn't done this in years right they had essentially lost sight of what god um called them to do in the and doing this festival and thus lost uh sight of what god did for them right and so uh, i think the practical point we can take from this is that our rituals are important right they remind us of who god is what he's done for us and who we are as a result right i think the, the the contemporary application is things like the lord's supper and actually this this, um, the, the, the Passover meal, right, how Jesus inaugurates the um, Passover meal, the Lord's Supper in the New Testament, which modern Christians observe today is actually a, um, uh, how do I put it? What's the word I'm looking for? A uh, uh, eschatologically realized form of the Passover. Like it is on the same line and trajectory of the actual Passover in the Old Testament. And so uh, we're doing the New Testament version <laughs> of what they were doing. Here and so, it's important to do those things, right? Right. right. Uh, take the Passover and observe baptisms. Like those things remind us of what God has done for us, right? They're 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 for us, not necessarily for Him, right? They they function to recalibrate us toward um, all in a love for our God, and they are so formative, man, and um, helping us become the kind of people that live in line with what God has called us to do, and so. It's amazing too that um in 30 verse 23 the text will say that um they were so hyped over this joint that they extended the festival for another week bro they extended it for another week because they were so satisfied and what we find is is that our souls and our hearts really long for this communion with the lord um and we cut ourselves off from it when we neglect uh the festivals or or the rituals excuse me um that he has put in place for us to observe and so Um, This text goes on and says that some cats mocked them, but others humbled themselves. And uh, humility, humility is another thing that he keeps driving home. Humility submits to the various rituals and gatherings God calls us to. But pride does not. Right. Two Chronicles 31. Not only did he have the people of God um, do that, but he also had them tear down idols and he also had them fund the Levites so they could have the means for doing the temple work and still make a daily wage. So you see just like. Uh, not just uh, hezekiah doing these things but all of Israel doing these things as well and so um, they had to give money for the for the Levites to actually do their work with the temple and to teach the Word of God and so you just see this like community project it's a community project Christianity is a community project we all have a role I always say this we all have a role in the kingdom of God it may not be the same role it may not be uh, as glamorous Uh, it may be behind the scenes but we all have this role to play when we all uh, 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 submit to our role (laughs) when we all submit to our role we can all flourish as God God has intended us to flourish. Right. And God wants us to uh, work out in our purpose and our role so that his kingdom can advance on earth as it is in heaven. I love what the text says. It says, "Um, verse 20, it says, Hezekiah did this throughout all Judah. He did what was good and upright and true before the Lord, his God. He was diligent in every deed that he began in service of God's temple in the instruction and the commands. Listen, in order to seek his God and he prosper. Listen, biblical prosperity. Hear this. Biblical prosperity is always closely attached to obedience. It's a it's 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 not about this is not the prosperity gospel. Don't do not hear me wrong, right? I'm not saying that God gonna give you a Bentley if you uh serve him. That is that is not how he works. He's not a genie. Um but it, it is a type of flourishing and fullness of life because of the way we live before God. And that's what he desires for you and I. A type of flourishing and fullness that can come no other And again, he is trying to tell this community what they should aspire towards. And so 32 comes. I love 32 because we have Sennacherib, right? This leader in Assyria seeking to invade the southern kingdom of Judah. Now, if we remember from 2 Kings 17, Assyria was the nation that came against Israel, the northern kingdom, to take them captive. Right. This is that has already taken place. And so they tried their hand here with the southern kingdom that's still in the land. And so Sennacherib is talking out of the side of his neck. Right? He's talking crazy. He's talking spicy. He's talking greasy, saying, big bro, y'all might as well submit. Talking to Hezi, Hezekiah and all the cats. He's like, y'all might as well submit to us because we got this resume. We've destroyed every other nation and every other national deity and God that they claim to have and called out to. Y'all don't stand a chance. Now, what's amazing is this. One of the interesting things about this is that they come not because of judah's disobedience <laughs> it, it this was actually after a major religious reform right and what 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 happens here is is that uh hezekiah says something very interesting and this this really 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 blessed me he says this be strong and courageous talking to his people don't be afraid or discouraged before the king of assyria or before the large army that is with him listen for there are more with us than with him he has only human strength (laughs) but we have the lord our god to help us and to fight our battles so the people relied on the words of king hezekiah of judah listen 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 if you don't remember nothing i'll say today when god is on our side when god is for us it doesn't matter who or what comes against us it doesn't matter who or what comes against us. They, not us, are always outman. Whether it be depression, whether it be anxiety, whether it be Satan himself, they're always outman, right? And God shows us. Like he shows us his faithfulness Listen, God does his best work When it seemed like the odds are stacked against us Over and over when Israel When it seems like the odds are stacked against Israel God shows up and do something crazy He does, that's when he does That's when he really get good That's when he really, that's when he really show what he about And I love it because Hezekiah believes it He believes it and he, and he injects that into his people And they believe and guess what God shows up, God shows up, God shows up And the angel of the Lord comes and he washes Assyria and they're delivered, right? They're delivered. And I wish my prayer today is somebody's listening to this and you may like you probably feel like the circumstances or the odds are against you. And I want to encourage you and say to you that God has this kind of (laughs) resume where he shows up up in those moments and does things for us that we could never do for ourselves right he does things for us that we can never do for ourselves at the end my man hezi hezi uh gets sick Hezzi gets sick and um to the point of death so he prays to the lord and he spoke to him and gave him a miraculous sign however hezekiah didn't respond accordingly and um he, he showed some pride, but 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 he humbled himself after that. And then the Lord shows up and says um, the, the 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 wrath, the discipline won't come during his lifetime. And so uh, you just see again that the God uh, desires this humility before. him. I'm tired. I was I was getting hype about that. But um, yeah, you, you just see this humility coming. Um, This exaltation coming by humility and that's the pattern of redemption right Um, Those who exalt themselves those who prop themselves up prop themselves up in pride God will humble those folks and those who humble themselves before God, God God will exalt those folks Listen the community that this was written to the post exilic community that this was written to needed to hear that And so do we let's pray father we pray that our hearts would really 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 believe would really, really, really believe that you do your best work when it seems as if the odds are stacked against us, God. God, is somebody listening to this that needs to know this, Father, I know my heart does. I pray that you would remind everyone listening to this what you can do by your power and by your strength because you've always done it and we have proof in the scriptures. I pray that we will rely on this promise today is in Jesus' name we pray.